a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, that's where I'll always be I think we're recording. Okay. All right, so this is podcast number one. Sorry about the sound. So, okay, Jillian, where are we? Marysville Road. Okay. Are Whoa, we? Whoa! Did you see that? Whoa! What was that? That was a hawk. Just flew down in that field to catch a bunny or something and then I saw the bunny jump away and it was fighting it that was pretty awesome that's crazy we're heading towards Toronto we're heading towards Toronto and we just passed Kingston past Kingston and uh and we're I don't know somewhere else we're about 200 kilometers outside of Toronto here comes a sign okay 211 kilometers We're outside of Toronto. heading to Belleville. So, where have we been? Where did we just come from? We just came from Ottawa, where we were staying with my family, friends, Denise Harrington and her man, Edmund. And we had a great time there. We had a lovely time. They super hosted us. It was definite super hosting. They spoiled us rotten. Yeah. Us to see all the sights. It's true. We ate well. We drank well. Listen to some good classical music. A live to performance. A wonderful concert. Yeah. I can't remember his name. Me neither. Jeremy. I think it's Jeremy something. Yeah. There you go. Look up Jeremy something on the internet, everybody. And he's playing a jazz fest, Ottawa Jazz Fest, right now. He loves the Ottawa Jazz Fest, apparently. That's the one to go to. We had a fun time in the market and went to a great Indian hole in the wall. Yeah. That Denise was a little embarrassed about. You think she was embarrassed about? Well, when we were there, she she said, "Well, it's not the Fairmount." <laughs> yeah, that's true. They were insisting that we go to the Fairmount, which is sort of like taking, uh, well, us to the Fairmount. Doug and Mackenzie. Yeah, Bob and Doug Mackenzie at. <laughs> I think I think that day I accidentally wore pants. I didn't. You didn't wear but pants. But anyway. Yeah, it was nice. I think Denise was a little embarrassed of Edmund too, because he He wasn't he wasn't dressed accordingly, yeah. But they they wanted to I guess think that they show us uh, maybe the way they live, which is fine. Yeah. Which is they like, uh, they like that stuff and that's great. Gloriously uh, indulgent. O- overpriced for what we got. And, um, we got great service too. I think <laughs> <laughs> the server was so done with us. She was done. She was done with her day. I think she actually at one point said, "Yeah, I guess to one of our questions." Yes, that's that was right. great. But uh, Ottawa was fantastic. The uh, National Gallery was incredible. A fantastic day at the National Gallery. Yeah. Got to see amazing works of art. Beautiful. Old, yeah. old and new. Old and new. That's right. The contemporary yeah. stuff was really good. And uh, 
Yeah, beautiful city. The canals were fantastic. Canal was really, really cool. Like, and, what, like watching the docks, the, yeah. the locks. The I locks and the docks. The locks on the docks. And so then, um, yeah, Ottawa was great. And then before that, it was a big drive for us. Was and it? I guess, yeah, because we from came from, from Montreal. We had a great time in Montreal. So I guess fantastic. we're backtracking. We should have, you know what? We should have started by saying, what well, are we doing? I know. Okay. That's what you said. You said, well, I thought we'd start in Quebec City. Yeah, okay. Well, let's ramp it back up. So, oh, if, you're, if you're just tuning in, or if you're just tuning into this, we're so sorry. But no, we, this whole deal, we're, we flew to Quebec and we're driving west to Victoria. Okay, let's... Okay, so when we edit this, we'll cut out the whole first part and we'll have to redo it again. Nah, I'll just keep this in. Who cares? This isn't exactly a professional broadcast. But okay. we landed, okay, we landed in Quebec. The flight was great. Uh, we had a transfer in Toronto. Got on a fly on a turboprop. I actually enjoyed that. Nobody cares about the flight. Yeah, that's true. So we got into Quebec City. Thank goodness for our GPS. We got our uh, car sorted out. Yeah. We already felt like idiots because we couldn't speak any French. That's true. And uh, we found our way to our apartment, and uh, our lovely host, Luce, met us on the street. Yeah, she was out there flagging us down. She knew exactly who the tourists were. Yeah, hey, you weirdos. You must be my guest. Yeah. And um, she let us, she got into our car. That's right, we actually drove her around. And drove to a parking lot, Yeah. and then we walked back with her. The apartment was great. And the apartment was fantastic. Grubby, would, grubby on the outside. Yeah. Sweet in the in the middle. It was the the apartment was fantastic and it was fantastically placed. I would highly recommend it. Uh, the, on Airbnb, her name is Luce, and it is an apartment on La Cite Street or L A and that's like La and then C I T E. Yeah, right in the heart of Quebec City. And it's a fantastic modern Renault uh, apartment with a lovely pull-out queen-size bed. Yeah. More than adequate for a couple. Oh, the mod cons, as the oh, British say. Uh, yes, rain shower. Rain lovely. shower, yeah. Who knew? And it was right in the heart of uh, Quebec City and right outside the door is a lovely cafe for your morning coffee. Right down the street, St. Joseph Street, so it's on La Cite and St. Joseph. Right by the uh, library there. Right by the... The Gabriel Roy Bibliothèque. Exactly. And uh, St. Joseph Street was packed with restaurants, grocery stores, uh, drug stores. Yeah, you name tourist it. Tourist shops. A bustling city super center. Super bustling. We liked the way the traffic moved it was very congested with traffic but yeah. what we found interesting was the traffic signals they take a little long because the pedestrians get their own signal that's right they all go at once all four directions go at once that's for right. cars and then all the cars stop and then all four directions for people go and so we learned like a quebec city thing to do is you walk across the angle if you're crossing you the street. Diagonal. You take diagonals if you want. None of this like left and right crap. You just and go bikes, right for it. And the bikes will go when the pedestrians go too. And the bikes don't have any problem doing the angle thing either. 
or going backwards or forwards. They so don't that, care. That took a that took a, a, a while to get used to that. Yeah. And we were not driving at all. We're walking. Everywhere. No, we parked. We left the car parked for what two days, three yeah. days there. Yeah. And then I guess we had a nice, uh, good sleep. We got up. Oh, actually, we had a lovely dinner that first night. We were oh, exhausted yeah, after being awake since three o'clock in the morning, and. Uh, then we got up and went for a walk, basically up the hill. Everywhere is up the hill if you want to see things in yeah. Quebec City. We went to the fort. Yeah, we went to the fort, the old town. We explored there, you know, typical stuff. Arts and crafts, bite to eat. Um, it's coming up when you're rubbing. It's rubbing? When you're rubbing, it's coming up. Oh, it's making <laughs> it's peeking up my arm rubbing? Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'll try not to rub my arm. Not close to the microphone. Sorry about that. Um, for all you people with arm rubbing fetishes, though, you just had a great couple of seconds there. Oh, yeah. Booyah. So, we had a great time, and uh, oh, Quebec yeah. so City we, we totally went, delivered. Yeah, we went to the up into the old town, every, and, well, we went up, you have to go up to go to the fort, the citadel. Yeah. And into the entrance, and all, the whole walk was beautiful. The architecture was beautiful. The shops were interesting. Everybody was super casual. And uh, we got to the, the Citadel, and it like blows your mind because it's right there, and all of a sudden you get into Touristville. And then uh, you go through the big gate, and all of a sudden you're in this old town. It Very within, quaint. Within the walls. Yeah, and some of that, what was some of them from like 1683? Yeah. And then um, so we walked around there for a while and then walked over to, I guess, the Fairmount Hotel. And then it's a huge wooden platform in front of the Fairmount Hotel. Fontenac, is that what it is? I think so. We're going to be corrected on yeah. that, but that's what our memory tells Fontenac, us. Fontenac, Fontenac. And then you go down into the actual old town that's The original built. town that was built at the foot just, of the original fort. Yeah, just at the foot of the fort, on the, right on the water, and it is absolutely mind-blowing. You have to go there if you're going to Quebec City. Yeah. It, the, the history, the architecture of the place forget especially living on the west coast because we have such a pioneer yeah the mentality you know, out mentality, west is still it's, it's, very it's, pioneer it's mentality old our old in in on the west coast is a hundred years where well for settlers yeah for settlers <laughs> and uh and uh whereas in quebec city the settler architecture goes back to the 1600s so it's uh yeah and it is a, there's a even if you are ambivalent about canadian history and sort of the beginnings of it in particular there is a very interesting thing about standing on the plains of abraham and sort of knowing this was a real turning point for at least modern canadian history yeah and you can't help but kind of feel the gravity of that moment being there and yeah. seeing kind of the lay of the land and most of us have to suffer through Canadian history in school in school where basically we learn about Cartier and the founding of Quebec and all that and actually to see it was pretty cool yeah to see it to see the mound to see yeah. all of that and um, 
and so we really enjoyed Quebec City. I did anyway. Yeah, I had a good time there. Yeah. I liked seeing how this, that was where I first started noticing how shaped by snow the city is. Yeah, I keep, keep seeing that and I, I'm not... Well, the streets not, are scraped and... I'm not uh, fully sold on that, but, but that's okay. what keeps me... I'll talk you into it. But, uh, and then from there, do we we to, is there any more to, about Quebec we yeah, want to say? Yeah, totally. We okay. went to shoot Montmorency. Shoot Montmorency. And, That's my best uh, attempt. It's the Montmorency Falls. Yeah. And it was, it was really worth the trip. Now that was your good idea to take that diversion out there. Yeah, that was that was really worth the trip because we had been in the city and it's like let's get out of the city before we go to another one and enjoy some countryside. So we went to the falls and they sure know how to have it going on. Yeah, they had a gondola. You take a gondola that swings you up to the falls, to the very top, which is a wonderful way. I took some video of it. Yeah, because it falls are about a, what, a couple of hundred up. feet up or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they're really high. And then uh, you get up there and they've got like I don't know, all sorts of stuff, touristy stuff up there. But then they've got an excellent bridge that goes right across the falls. Yeah, you walk over the top of the falls, you yeah, can look down and you see can the falls. Walk and right then, a, yeah, right they over did a good it. job with it. It's very spectacular. It, it's so awesome. Yeah. And then uh, I'd say, how wide do you think that was? Well, uh, 50 maybe, feet? Yeah, maybe 75 feet or something like that. And then you walk to the other side and you could take a staircase down and it kind of uh, the knee busting swi staircase switch backs yeah. all the way down right and then you could take it down to a huge platform that they built out of cement and uh, it's right at the base of the falls and expect to be really wet yeah the way it works is it there's so much wind generated by the falls and then you can stand on that platform right and get yeah completely soaked spritzed yeah. that was, spritzed was, with the totally uh, fun. it was very fun the actually. whole thing was worth it whoa <laughs> that car that car just passed us within an inch of our life that and was an interesting inch of his life yeah. i think as well i think because... we have we have today's road douche the we Road have, Douche Award goes to... We have uh, somebody with a suicide mission. Yeah, the dude ripped on blow driving the white Subaru gets our Road Douche of the Week Award. <laughs> wow, that was all so unnecessary. Anyway, so back on and track. Now he's taking an exit. Yeah, yeah. hopefully to a mental what hospital. So then we've got, uh, what else happened? Uh, then we went to the Huron-Wendak Museum. That was so great. We went to the town of Wendek and um, it was very impressive it's a t town that is um, owned and I guess operated by yeah, the First Wendek. Nations yeah, Wendek Wendek First, Nation. First Nations aka Huron although that we learned that yeah. the Huron name was actually given to the Wendat by the French that's what I mean Yeah, but the guy that we had an interpreter who we kept referring to uh, his people as Wendat. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. But it was just interesting that he never we, used the word hero. We, yeah, I only said that because people won't know what Wendat is. Oh, no, I'm not arguing with you. I'm so I saying. said, aka, hero. Yeah. Um, but that was a great, great building. It was a beautifully designed building. 
in like a modern building made out of uh, the Huron Lodge aesthetic. Mm -hmm. So, you know, modern but taken from traditional design ideas and yeah. design aesthetics. And then inside, it was lovely inside. It's not a big museum. No, it's a small museum, but good pieces, good interpreters. Yeah, they had a, a great guy who was interpreting there. And then you could go outside and they have an, uh, an authentic uh, Wendek Lodge. So it's a recreation of a Wendat village, basically. Yeah. And it has... But full scale. Yeah, full scale. With the fencing, what would that be? Balustrade? No. Well, it looks like palisade fencing. Palisade kinda. fencing. And it's very menacing. Yeah, but somehow beautiful, too. Oh, right? it was it's so really beautiful. Visually arresting space, for sure. And then, from there, they have a very modern restaurant. Yeah. Kind of high-end dining. Very high-end dining, but with tra using traditional ingredients. Modern takes on traditional stuff, yeah. right? And so, yeah, we had an interesting kind of... Uh, we had like a fish... Yeah, a smoked fish plate. And yeah, a fish chartreuse. How do you say it? Chartreuse? So, on a plank with a whole different types of smoked fish. And yeah, and wild and daisy wild, bulbs. And yeah. Yeah, it really was really deep. delicious. Celerac and all. Is it celeriac or celeriac? Celeriac. Anyway, but we had that, and um, and then it was time to go to Montreal. And everywhere we went, I tried to make sure that I drank the local wine. Oh yeah, that's true. You had a really nice wine. I had you know, wine. Um, I had local wine everywhere. We you're ate. drunk now. I'm completely flooded. <laughs> totally hosed, driving the 401. And, that's what our friends uh, told us to do. And so from. So that was our last day in Quebec City, and then we drove to Montreal. We had a good drive to Montreal. Yeah. And that was a completely different experience. Oh yeah, it was like going into a kind of labyrinth. And we were staying in the Jewish quarter of Montreal, near the plateau. Our, in the plateau, near our good friends Sean and Thea and their little boy Miro. And. Um, our Airbnb left lots to be desired, oh, but we yeah, won't get yeah. into that. That's kind of boring. But suffice it to say, we thought we knew what a multicultural city looked like, and then well, we, and then we hit Montreal. Me. Okay, I thought I knew what a Thank multicultural you. city. But yeah, Montreal in one city block, you've got Caribbean, you've got Hasidic cuisine, Asian, Indian, uh, Moroccan, Moroccan, and Portuguese, all in one block all mushed together. It was fantastic. That was the reason I wanted Kim to come back east. <laughs> just that, that was the just whole that reason. reason. That's it. No other reason. I'd always roll my eyes when Kim says, you live in such a multicultural place. I don't, do I actually talk like that? You do. You say it just like that. We live in such a multicultural place. Like that? Uh -huh. Okay. So anyway, really good. You would get a good eye roll. I know. I can, you can feel the eye roll through the audio, uh, Anyway, the, yeah, so what, three days there, did all kinds of things. Rented the Bixie bikes. Rented Bixie uh, bikes. Had the Gulag ride on one day where, you know, we went up Mount uh, Royal, back down again, the lookout, uh, rode the bike trails all over, or the bike paths wherever we could for the day. 
Went to the yeah. market? Went to the canal. Went all, rode all along the canal. Yeah, rode the, the canal to the market. Highly recommended. That is an airplane wings. No, I think that's for like a... Look at them. It's for a wind farm. Oh, a wind farm. A wind farm wing we just that, passed. Three, three of them of on the them. highway. Three wind farm wings. Cool. One on flatbed trucks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then the canal was great. Uh, really busy because the time of year we were on... Uh, it was uh, St. Jean-Baptiste Day coming yeah. up and so it was a long weekend and so packed everywhere packed so we're country bumpkins we weren't used to that that was kind of overwhelming it's overwhelming but yeah. we kind of got used to it and then um i think the last day there we spent more quietly we kind of had a nice conversation with our friends and hung out in the plateau area eating good food and nice chats and all the rest of it and then uh, off we went to well I think there's is there a lot any more about Montreal yeah, I, I think mean there's, there's tons a, I guess there's eh? a lot to say what I was think, your I mean those are all the things we did what were your takeaways our from impressions yeah. mine anyway of a very uh, vibrant city um, it was really for me interesting to observe the Hasidic Jews, right, and there, uh, here we are in traffic jam. Good times. Uh, just to, yeah, you know, we. I've never um, lived amongst Hasidic Jews, so it was really interesting to yeah. see. Like they live, you know, they live prominently on the street. Like it's not like. Oh, I live amongst the Jews. I mean, they are on the street, yeah. living their life with their ways, and yeah. um, and I've just never had that experience, and and so I was um, really curious about it. And, yeah. Um, we learned what we could from our friends who've yeah. lived in the city for seventeen years, yeah. and and also I found the cafe culture. Uh, very interesting and how everybody just kind of lives on top of each other. It is, as we said, higgledy-piggledy. And um, it was uh, it's not something I would ever want to do. <laughs> what do you mean, like, you don't want to live I, like I that? I would never, I could never live like that, especially yeah. with children. It just seemed really hard to have children because People, you know, I mean, they're all. You have such small areas, and it's filled with bikes, and everybody has to bike, and you're dragging around these kids on bikes and trikes, and all, and yeah, and or walking, and daily life is just more daily difficult. Daily life seems kind of hard. Yeah, well, you get used to it. But you do get used. But it's to a lot it. of work to it try is. and be mindful of all the things that can run you over. Yeah, and the constant traffic and the noise. And the kids are, are great, and they're happy, and they're out there, and they're yeah. running around. Yeah, there was that was a really beautiful thing about the city. It was There was real evidence of kids everywhere yeah. kind of, you know, getting up to no good, running yeah, around, I think riding so their too. bikes, and Even though we, we live in the middle of the city in Victoria, you people say they see kids all the time. That's people with kids say they see kids all the time. Yeah. But not like that. Not where there is... Parents and kids, like, everywhere, everywhere, yeah. there's kids riding and playing and right on the street corners and yeah. sidewalks and 
and uh, cleanliness. It's like it doesn't look like it's a major issue. Like the kids are dirty and rough and tumble. Yeah, they are and, kind of rough and tumble. You know, the babies are falling and then putting their hands in the mouth and <laughs> just after they've fallen on cigarette butts and mud and and nobody yeah. nobody cares. And when we were talking about it with our friends and I, I think guys, one of us said. It's a city comfortable in its own grime. Yeah, and, very much and comfortable. She in said, its "Yeah, grime. that's kind of what it is." And yeah. there's something lovely about that. It's yeah. it's not overly manicured. It's sort of you get a sense that it's it's working well, but they're not too concerned about making it all perfectly perfect, pristine, and yeah. uh, and I mean, a good example is we went to Leonard Cohen's house. Yeah, and somebody had put a lovely sign above uh, Mary Street, Mary Ann Street, Mary Ann Street. And then underneath it, it said, what, goodbye? It said, so long. So long, Marianne Street. And, and Leonard. Leonard. And I guess we were told that, you know, normally, say, if this was Victoria, they would have taken that down. But City Works in Montreal thought, you know what, fine. And they've left it up. And I wouldn't be surprised if in a year that's the official street sign. Yeah. Um, so it's a city that kind of rolls with those sorts of things. It isn't. It doesn't seem to us anyway in the short time we were there and in talking with our friends. They don't tend to crush those sort of artistic expressions. Uh, yeah. We had friends that one guy was putting up sculptures randomly in different parks. And he would do it at night and pour the concrete. And the city was like, yeah, well, you know what? I don't know. It's, it's art. If people aren't going to complain, they just leave it. And so... It's, yes. it's it's refreshing to see that kind of uh, yeah it's relaxed a, it's approach. A, it was really great perspective from an artistic perspective. There's a lot you can feel it. There's a real vibrancy, creative vibrancy there. Yeah, it's true. That yeah. so it people, feels like a young city. Yeah, people are constantly creating, developing ideas. You see it everywhere, and music and. Um, Nightlife is pretty yeah, active, although yeah. we don't usually go out past nine o'clock. So what do we know? But uh, but you could get evidence of that, and we all, we saw all kinds of evidence of this. We're also, I guess, blown away by the underground infrastructure as well, right? We don't have that in Victoria. So uh, there's the subway, the underground mall, which we didn't go to, but it has kilometers of uh, places you can go. So very yeah, very labyrinthine. Um, Rich, colorful city, and uh, and now and now we talked about uh, and then from there Ottawa. from there we went to Ottawa and, uh, and so we told you about Ottawa. We told you about Ottawa a little bit, and that kind of closes the loop. I think that's what and we now, call that week number one. Yeah, and now any other highlights from the last week? We just spent an afternoon afternoon break in Brock Brockville Brockville. On our way to Toronto. That was just a completely spontaneous Random. decision to pull into Brockville. I'm really glad we did. Yeah. Because it gave us a different view of what we're getting on the 401. Yeah. You know, we got we went off the 401 because we thought we'd get some gas and stuff and saw this sign saying, you know, historic and uh, Thousand Islands. I don't. I didn't know anything about it. I don't. Yeah. Kim knew anything. No, I didn't know anything about it. And so, do some so, reading on the Thousand Islands. They're pretty fascinating. Yeah, if I lived between Ottawa and Toronto and Windsor and all that area, I would definitely spend some time there, especially if you had kids. Yeah. It was beautiful. Really nice. It was on the river, and it was a historical... It was a, hit, a historic town. That's right. It had and, one of the, what, the uh, first Canadian railway tunnel ever built. 
and, and the architecture is very pretty. Yeah. It's very quaint Ontario town, old Ontario town, the type that I've been talking to Kim about and said, oh, we, you, wait till you see the old Ontario towns. They're really beautiful. And this one definitely was. And had full of marinas and old architecture. And yeah, and it was kind of weird to see tall ships uh, in the St. Lawrence River. And I guess the St. Lawrence River spills out into Lake Ontario, which we kind of figured out once we looked at the map and saw where we were. And I guess these ships have been, like that one boat he said was, you know, plying the waters for totally a long, sense. long time in the, in the Great Lakes. So it was really cool to get a taste of that kind the, of maritime history. The, uh, the, I guess the loggers would put the logs on the railway yeah. And then the train would go through this tunnel and come right into downtown Brockville. And they built a big pier so the train would go there. And the boats would line up and take the logs. And I guess to other parts of uh, the states, probably the states. And, and, um, and probably through into the... Um, yeah, the Great Lakes systems. Great Lake systems. Yeah. So then I guess, um, is there any other highlights? No, and know. now we're on our way to Toronto. Now we're on our way to Toronto. We should finish this episode. Yeah, I go, okay, I have a couple of quick things. So I've, I've been meeting the goals of uh, running, in every, running in every city. That's been super fun. I had a great run. Um, we were in Canada, actually, outside of Ottawa. We were not in Ottawa proper. Not we're in, Yeah, Canada. And uh, saw an owl. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Beautiful stuff, you know, really pretty trails, and uh, that's been great. Our health has been good. Yeah. We've been eating well. We've been sleeping reasonably well, and we're having a good time. We are, and I'm looking at all the, the traffic. crazy traffic getting out of Toronto. Yeah, it's, it's going to get real pretty quick. And anyway, everybody's leaving for January for July. July first is coming I guess, up. Going yeah, to the cottage. Yeah, maybe. The cottage. Is it Friday? It's Friday, yeah. Uh, so, we're, yeah, that's Friday. it. So, if you're listening to this, rolling your eyes on, on our behalf. That's right. We're about to enter Toronto. Friday night traffic in Toronto on a July 1st long weekend. But it's weekend. okay because we're heading into Toronto. and It looks like everybody's heading out. Has there been some kind of like Armageddon environment? It or looks like Armageddon event a, that yeah. we're not aware of? Yeah, it looks like natural disasters happened in Toronto and everybody's leaving and we don't know anything about it. Oh, my God. And we're still 120 one kilometers uh, yeah, away from, from Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. So, so you want to sign off then? Yeah, okay, so off. this is week one done. Um, much more adventures to come. Yeah. We'll do maybe another episode, what, in another week or something? Yeah, let's do yeah, week four. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, we'll talk to you guys soon. Adventures.